When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, Pewter Report readers, viewers, and listeners to a brand new edition of the Pewter Report podcast, energized by Celsius, the official energy drink of pewterreport.com. It is the Pewter Post Game Show, and for the fourth Pewter Post Game Show in a row, we are talking about a Bucks victory, and to be quite honest, they get better and better each week as the Bucks defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars by a score of 30-12 to 12 this uh, goes without question, was their best home game of the season and probably their best game of the season after uh, topping what they did last week. It was a great, great Christmas gift that the Bucks gave to their fans today on Christmas Eve. So we're going to break it all down. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Matera, joined with me live from Raymond James Stadium. Coming back to the show, it is SR Scott Reynolds. Scott, uh, first just want to say again, we're all so sorry for uh, your loss and we love you, and we're so sorry, and uh, we hope you're hanging in, and good to talk to you. It's great great to be with you all, uh, Matt, and, and you, Peter, people. I really appreciate the support I've received this week. It's been a very difficult week for me, as you can imagine, with my father's passing on Tuesday. And uh, um, it, uh, yeah, I just, just really want to say thank you so much, and, and uh, I want to I'd like to, to dedicate this show to my dad, uh, Steve Reynolds, uh, who was 80 years old, and uh, Loved Peter Report, loved the podcast, loved um, the Buccaneers. Uh, you know, grew up a Washington Redskins fan, um, living in the Northern Virginia area, of course. But man, the last 28 years since I've been down here, he's he's supported the Buccaneers. Was super excited. They won the Super Bowl in 2002 uh, and also 2020, and um, used to come down for training camps, come down for several games. Um, and uh, just just miss him, and, and thank you so much for for everybody's support out there. But uh, on with the show, and uh, I, I'll say this: if you're if you're a Buccaneer fan, that's a wonderful life, is it not? Yeah. Um, uh, all you wanted for Christmas was a W, um, and you got it. Trevor Lawrence was run over by a Yaya Diaby tonight. Uh, oh, not yeah. a reindeer, but a Yaya Diaby. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, Antoine Winfield. What can we say about Antoine Winfield Jr.? He was the Grinch tonight for not, not Whoville, but Jacksonville with a tremendous play, uh, sack, interception, fumble recovery, and yeah, yeah, Diaby, right? Sack and a half now leads the team with, um, with six and a half sacks, a forced fumble and a fumble recovery at the trifecta. 
And it was a silent night, Matt, for the Jaguars offense as the Buccaneers put up 20 points and shut him out in the second half. Carlton Davis, unfortunately, got his jingle bell rung tonight. Um, but Zion McCollum uh, came in and, and pinch hit it again and uh, did a really good job. So uh, the Jacksonville's offense was, was in the giving mood, right? Four turnovers, two fumbles, two interceptions. And uh, Matt, uh, all I can say is that the Bucks' wins continue to snowball. That's all the Christmas and winter references I got for you. But um, I got I got uh, one more for you. Uh, can, lay it on me. With lay the it Christmas on me. Theme. It was very much a white Christmas because Devin White made the big play at the beginning with the interception, which I think it shot was. the entire state of Florida. And Rashad yeah. White, of course, did his part with a uh, scoring a touchdown in this game and uh, being a factor in the passing game as well. So very much was a white Christmas. And I think that's why, Scott, this was their best game of the season. Last week was awesome yes. against Green Bay, and I'm certainly not taking anything away from that. But the Bucks continued on the offensive side of the ball, pretty much picked up where they left off against Green Bay, just right. with Baker Mayfield slinging it. But I think why this game was their best of the season is everything that you laid out about your favorite side of the ball, the defense, yeah. where the four turnovers, Devin White making a splash play, Getting after the quarterback. Yes, a lot of the pressure was still generated from a pass rush, but you yeah. saw Yaya Diaby. Antoine Winfield Jr., what was the one small thing that we knocked Antoine Winfield Jr. where if he wants to get all pro, he has to do this more? And that was interceptions. Take the ball That's away. Right. And he did that again. And he had a sack. And he had a fumble recovery. So he just yeah. does it week in and week out. I mean, it was 30 to nothing in this game. It was yeah. never, ever close. The last two scores by the Jaguars were in garbage time. That last touchdown was complete BS because Devin White should have had another sack, but they called right. roughing the passer on, which was absolutely egregious. So I don't even blame the Bucs for, um, you know, for that drive and, and for the for the Jaguars scoring. And credit to the Bucs, they didn't even allow the two-point conversion. So just from the top down, from the offense looking fantastic again, from the defense getting the job done, and I get it. Trevor Lawrence is clearly banged up. The Jaguars are yeah. pieces on offense uh, with injuries, but we've seen lesser offenses with the same stories of injuries and things of that nature. That's right. Play against the Bucks and get the job done or do enough to win. I mean, you could look at that indie game a couple weeks ago, but no, 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 not on Christmas yeah. Eve, not this evening. It was a fantastic game by the Buccaneers and, Truly a fun one to watch where the only thing people have to worry about is whether or not they were going to hit their bets, not are the Bucks going to win because it was that much of a blowout. It yeah, was um, a bonafide ass kicking. It, it really was. Uh, I, I, I cashed in huge in this game on my bookie. I had my best my bookie performance. I went over $200 today oh, on the Buccaneers. Very nice. Um, not only did I, did I, I bet I, I had three different bets with the Buccaneers the, when they were, Minus two and a half, minus one and a half, plus one and a half. I just knew they were going to win. Um, I had Mike Evans for uh, the first touchdown of the game. That won me $70 nice. right there. So a lot of fun on my bookie today uh, for me. I just kind of felt this Buccaneer was going to win. And it wasn't just me. You, Bailey, yep. Josh, <laughs> and, and Sly, we all picked the Buccaneers to win. A week after, we all picked the Buccaneers to lose at Green Bay. So we have jumped on the bandwagon that some of you computer people have been riding as you believe in your team. But, but Matt, there's a legitimacy about this team now. This yes. team is dangerous. This team is peaking at the right time. It's playing complete games on offense and defense. 
and it's doing it in multiple weeks now. The sacks are piling up. The the turnovers are piling up, or I should say the takeaways from the Bucks defense. Uh, on offense, Baker Mayfield continues to protect the football. Probably one dropped interception today, maybe maybe two. But for the most part, I mean, I thought he did a great job of, of protecting the football. And um, this, this team just is peaking at the right time. Uh, it, it continues to ascend. We're seeing Chris Godwin and Mike Evans starting to roll at the same time oh, now. Yeah. And it, it's, it's legitimately becoming a very dangerous team. And, I mean, Mike Evans, what can you say? Uh, he is going to break his own touchdown record that he set in 2021 with 14 touchdowns. Where is he at right now, uh, Matt? Is, he, is it 12 or 13? He's at 13. He actually, I'm pretty 13. sure Tyreek Hill did not score a touchdown in their game. Right. So Mike Evans leads the NFL in touchdowns at the moment, receiving touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, and listen, we have to give credit where credit is due, right? Uh, you know, we, we at no point in time do we call for Todd Bowles to be fired, right? I mean, I I love defensive uh, football. I love yeah. defensive players. I love defensive mind head coaches. Um, I, I get the trepidation because so many offensive-minded head coaches are having success. You look at Andy Reid, and it starts there, and then some of these younger guys, the Sean McVays, winning Super Bowls, et cetera. But we have to give Todd Bowles credit. For taking a chance on Dave Canales, this young, bright-minded guy who is humble, who is smart, who is figuring out this team and pressing all the right buttons right now. And, and th this is a team that, that really you know, has to be reckoned with. And, and I'll say this about Todd Bowles, right? Um, I think he handled the Devin White situation not well at the press conferences, right? <laughs> but he's, he's handled it well in the fact that K.J. Britt's playing. And what if we settle all along about Devin White, right? We've said he should be benched because sometimes what happens when you are benched is it puts things in perspective. It challenges you to play better when you get back out there. Look at Luke Gedeke from last year, yep. right? Got benched. Now he's, he's the most improved player on offense, bar none. I mean, maybe mm -hmm. Rashad White, right? But, but Devin White played a great game today. And, you know, it, it, it has to be attributed to the, of the fact that that he didn't play last week, right? And there, there were some, some you know, exchanges during the week, and and uh, and we saw a, a great game from Devin White. And I thought when when KJ Britt was in there, he played really good football, and that's what you want to see from this team right now. Yeah, players get motivated in different ways. Like some guys, it's better if the coach yells and screams at you, and that motivates them. Where other guys kind of need a little bit more of a talking to. And I, I don't think yeah. Devin responds well to if Todd Bowles, I can't even imagine Todd Bowles screaming, but if Todd Bowles like were to yell at Devin, but what motivates Devin is I guess the fear of getting benched or the fear of people not thinking that he's the bee's knees. So yeah. um, the fact that I worked today for Devin, let's hope the thing I hope for the most is that it continues. And it wasn't just a one game thing because we've seen right. Devin play like this. But it's for yes. one game, and it's like, oh, my God, Devin White is back. And then he's just yeah. not. So I'm not Agreed. knocking Devin White. He was fantastic today. I mean, he was the catalyst in the beginning of the game. Who knows how that yeah, game no goes if Devin doesn't make the interception there? What if it's dropped? Like uh, right. a number of moments in this season for uh, for the Bucs. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, a huge shout-out to Devin. And, of course, to Todd Bowles as well for yes. keeping this team together, pushing the right buttons, and now this team is hitting their stride, especially – um, offensively, and we'll talk a lot more about the offense too because I am loving what I'm seeing from this group. Uh, but let's go do a couple super chats because uh, they're starting to pile up and 
course, we love the Peter people. Thank you for spending your evening with us on Christmas Eve. It's 8 o'clock, and you guys are watching us. We already got a ton of people in the chats. So uh, thank you to Bucks Basement starting off with the $5 Super Chat. says, this team is unrecognizable. It's like Balls <laughs> has been told he better coach like his career is on the line. I do not recognize this team. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Bucks Basement. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. As well. And yeah, I think that's a big thing. Scott, you, you kind of touched on it before. It's that we did not call for Todd Bowles to get fired, but we all did predict that it Bowles is gonna get fired at the end of the season. And this is when the Bucks were at four and seven. seven. There would be no reason seven. not to think he wouldn't get fired right. at the end of the season. But and I'm not buying the whole he should be in consideration for, for coach of the year, but no. that does not mean that he should not get praise and his flowers and his credit for keeping this team together when they were yes. losing six of seven. Because there That's are right. other games, other teams that played out there today that know their season is done and said, I don't give a crap. This season's done. What am I What am I doing anyway? So to keep this team motivated and to walk the tightrope that is the Devin White saga, that is lining nine players up on defense. That is Chris yeah. Godwin's wife yelling at him on social <laughs> media. Uh, Todd's had to, I guess you could say, put out a couple of fires, but he's had to yeah. kind of address certain things out of the norm that I don't think most coaches have to deal with season in and season out. So uh, yeah, another big thing for Todd Bowles and, and, and a big credit to him. We got the super chat from Eric Coulson. Thank you for the 999 super chat, Eric, who says, Merry Christmas, guys. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you, too. Great win today. What have you guys seen from the locker room that's got these guys playing their best football now? I, I think just sticking together and, and and believing that they can you know make a run and turn this thing around. Remember, the, it didn't look good for the Buccaneers last year either, right, man? I mean, we uh, covered this team you know, all the way down to that Falcons game where they could have been 9-8. and eight. And Todd Bowles even said today he might be more inclined to continue to play this, uh, the, the guys, because he feels like they lost some of their mojo in that that second half in the Week 18 loss uh, at at Atlanta last year, and of course that snowballed into getting hammered by the Dallas Cowboys at Raymond James Stadium in that that wild card loss. So um, I think Todd Bowles is going to keep you know pushing the you know the, the the pedal to the metal. We didn't see Baker Mayfield even when this team was up what thirty to nothing. Didn't come out of the game and kept throwing uh, too. Not just like hand off the ball, yeah. kept throwing. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's reckless. It, listen, if he gets hurt, it's it's reckless and it's stupid, right? If he doesn't get hurt, then it's genius and it's mojo. And and the Bucks are trying to continue to build on this momentum into the playoffs. One thing about Todd Bowles, and this is a serious thing. The Saints used to own the Buccaneers, mm -hmm. right? I mean, all the way through the Bruce Arians era, really. I mean, Absolutely. aside from from that win in 2020, um, it was tough sledding against the Saints. Uh, I mean, they, they got their butts handed to them here during the Super Bowl year, like 38 to three, something like that. Yeah. Um, there was that that brutal game where Chris Godwin was knocked out with the knee injury. It was the body bag game. Leonard Fournette left in the third quarter. Mike Evans was knocked out of the game. Um, Todd Bowles is three and zero against the Saints, sweeping the Saints. If that happens next Sunday, I mean that's a milestone, right? And and Todd Bowles is is filling out you know his his resume to show the Blazers at the end of the year, and he's like, hey, I'll, you know, if this team finishes with six straight wins, they're ten and seven yep. heading into a playoff game at home. 
It's a different story than an 8-9 finish last year, kind of limping into the playoffs. The good news, speaking of injuries and limping and all of that, Antoine Winfield uh, does not have a concussion. He could have gone back in. He was cleared by the team. And Todd said, oh, we're going to yeah, <laughs> keep our super. Hey, you've already done up. enough, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the, the biggest question injury-wise coming out of the game was Baker and that neck, but he obviously came right back in. Uh, as Tom Bucks fan says, Todd is 3-0. Let's hope he can make it 4-0. And then, yeah, of course, Antoine Winfield Jr., but thankfully uh, he is healthy because this Bucks defense <laughs> absolutely needs their best player, Antoine Winfield Jr., if yeah. they want to make any noise in the uh, in the playoffs coming up. If they do make the playoffs, they still do have to clinch, and I think they will. I think, I think yeah. we both believe that. But yeah, I, I do Whoa, think man. Ho, ho, ho. Scott, you should have seen – Wow. Okay. Shout out to Jeff who said I won three thousand seven hundred fifty on underdog. Congrats, Jeff. If you took my wow. picks, I hit all five: Baker passing yards, Rashad White passing yards, both over, Mike wow. Evans touchdown, and then over on the receiving yards for Calvin Ridley and under on the Travis Etienne rushing yards. Wow. Also, got to give a shout, shout out to Justin Vorbeck. Trustin Vorbeck put in a nine per, nine person slash team parlay right $35 to win $1,900 and he hit it and it was all it was like Bucks money line Baker passing yards uh Baker yeah. over one and a half touchdowns Mike touchdown Rashad touchdown Mike passing yards wow. receiving yards Rashad White receiving yards and Chris Godwin receiving yards so yeah. the game was over and we're like oh five more yards for trusting to win so trusting yes. Corbeck won $1,900 today. That's fantastic. Everyone's I'm happy with my $200 win, but man, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of great picks. Um, unfortunately, Carlton Davis did get injured in yeah. the game. Um, yeah, he did suffer a concussion, so he'll be in concussion protocol for next week against the Saints. You know, that doesn't bode well because, you know, uh, the Saints do have a multitude of weapons in the passing game. When you look at Rashid Shahid and Chris Olave and, and, you know, just the different weapons they have. So uh, we'll see if Carlton can can come back and, and play. Uh, we saw Trevor Lawrence come back and play today, but it looked like he was still concussed, to be honest. I mean, I mean, that was uh, yeah. yeah, that was not a good performance by, by Trevor Lawrence whatsoever. He just didn't seem to have it with the throws today. So Aaron. Throws that were picked off, uh, you know, got some, you know, got sacked multiple times and left the game with a shoulder injury. So um, hopefully Carlton Davis. And I saw him in the locker room and he looked, you know, looked, uh, you know, didn't look bad. I'll say that. Right. He I'm not going to say he looked fine, but because he's not. But he he certainly wasn't wearing shades. And sometimes, you know, you, you have light sensitivity with concussion. Yeah. So hopefully it's a mild concussion. And he can clear protocol and come back against the Saints. So, thank you to Jordan Ridgeway for this four ninety nine super chat that says, "I think it's been understated how the Bucks have done so much with less because of the dead cap. Nobody spent less on their roster this season. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. And this man, this graphic that's up here right now, Baker yeah. Mayfield is a huge part of that. I mean, we talked a ton about the Tom Brady tax, and they had to pay that credit card and all that stuff. So yeah. they had to maneuver quite intelligently." this off season and sure i mean they could have just said hey we're gonna roll with kyle trask and do whatever but no they legitimately want to make it a competition and baker won it and now he's doing what he is now and i honestly think outside of damar hamlin who, who's going to win for all correct reasons and, and obvious yeah. reasons outside of damar hamlin 
Baker Mayfield's the comeback player of the year. I mean, riding, doing something quite similar to uh, Geno Smith last season, but doing it in his own way. And for the second week in a row, just absolutely slinging the rock all over the place. 26 to 35, 284 yards and uh, two touchdowns. Uh, Ran the ball a little bit too, showed that, you know, uh, marquee Baker Mayfield toughness running for a first down. It starts with Baker, but in general, this offense, Scott, just looks so, so comfortable yeah. moving down the field, finding guys that are open. And I don't know exactly what turned on the switch for them, but it's all clicking over the past two weeks. And it's, I mean, it, it's very fun to watch just from an entertainment yeah. standpoint, but they got a great thing going. And I'm only excited to see what it can do, especially against the Saints, who they were able to put up points against. The last yeah, time they met, and that offense is not even remotely close to what this offense looks like now. Yeah, and you consider how much money the Saints doled out for for Derek Carr, and, and yeah. I mean Matt, they signed the wrong quarterback. You know, they really did. Um, you know, I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't too concerned when they signed Derek Carr, and, and I, I thought from day one that Baker Mayfield was the better quarterback in terms of that because Carr just has a a pension for. You know, he's an okay fantasy football quarterback from a yards and touchdown standpoint, but it just doesn't seem to have that that winning factor. And I'm going to say it right here because I, I said it in a two-point conversion earlier in the season, uh, Baker Mayfield not being a, a difference maker. And I said it last week, and I, and I think he is a difference-making quarterback. He's grown in this offense. He has that rapport with Mike Evans. And uh, the, the throws we're seeing from him, right, it really it goes back to the end of that Atlanta game. Shrugged yeah. off a horrible game. Those last two passes, 32-yard catch and run to Godwin, 11-yard touchdown to Kate Otten. He had a little bit of a hiccup with the, the sack fumble at Green Bay, deep in their, their own uh, in a red zone. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm just going to throw four touchdowns and bounce back from that. I mean, it's it's remarkable how well he's playing right now, avoiding the you know the interceptions and, and just putting points on the board. He's, he's become the catalyst for this offense. He has become – the driver, and I think he's making better checks at the line of scrimmage. And he and Dave Canales, man, they're just kind of like in, in simpatico right now. They're they're really yeah. clicking, and it's fun to see. And, and you know, for a guy like like Canales, who, you know, uh, got emotional this week uh, speaking about Todd Bowles and this opportunity, it means a lot to him. And and uh, he's, he's a humble, team-oriented guy who just wants to see his players excel and do well. He's he's just a, a – he like Todd Bowles, and you're talking about two, like, really, really quality people. You know, Todd Bowles, Dave Canales, um, it's fun to see them have success because they're, they're good guys in this they industry. Are. And and and, uh, and I, I think that's that, – that's a fun takeaway here on Christmas Eve is this is a good team full of good guys – that you feel good rooting for if you're if you're a pewter person if you're a fan of this team and uh, and it's fun right now it's fun to see everything clicking and and this team really trending upward and streaking it reminds me so much you know for for you old timers out there Tony Dungy's Buccaneers did start off so well but man come December football they put it all together and they made some great runs and we'll see what happens uh, as as we roll into January now yeah. for uh, you know for the, for the next. Um, you know, the next game or two. And they have this uh, this team in general I'm talking about. They have like a, a foxhole mentality. By that, I yes. mean, like people will get asked like, oh, if, if you're in a foxhole, like who would you want to have with you? And 
It's yeah. really like these guys are fighting their way out of everyone doubting them. Peter King had them winning three games. They're over under with six with six and a half wins yeah. um, on the season. So I think that's even going to help them moving forward because now they're going to start getting their flowers. And, you know, some analyst this week is going to go, you know, watch out for the Bucs in the playoffs. Like they could that's make right. a small run. It's kind of like how people were talking about the Bills a week or two ago. And yeah. while everyone else will make the Bucs the toast of the town, they won't necessarily care because they weren't listening to everybody when everyone said the Bucs were going to stink. I don't think they're going right. to start listening to everybody now when everyone says that the Bucs are so great. And I think that's really important because you need that foxhole mentality, right. especially in the postseason when things are not always going to go your way. That's just the nature of the playoffs. So yeah. um, the fact that they are just finding everything at the right time is so, so great. You talked about yeah. Dave Canales and Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans, I mean – yeah, it's like watching Dwayne Wade and LeBron throw alley oops to each other <laughs> and things like that. Once you get into yeah. the red zone, you can just turn your clock and say, "Oh, it's time for Mike Evans because That's right. he's going to get the football." Another two touchdowns today, so uh, truly fantastic. Yeah, speaking Chad, of scores, Bridge, but, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of scores, shout out to Matty Diamonds yeah. from Gordon Ridgeway or four ninety nine Super Chat. That's right. Matt was all over it from the beginning. He had a passionate rant about the Bucks taking Baker Mayfield over Jacoby Brissett back in free agency. That's a fact. That's why you watch Peter Report, listen to Peter Report, read Peter Report for analysis like Matt's before the Bucks even signed him. And I think it was definitely the right move. It was going to come down to one of those two guys. They took a chance on the more talented quarterback rather than the safe bet. Yeah. And it, and it, it paid off because Baker has been everything this team has wanted him to be. And you know what, Matt? It's so hard to to follow Tom Brady. The pressure from that alone, it's just it, you know, it's it's hard. And Baker Mayfield kind of shrugged it off, like, "Hey, like, like I don't mind following Tom. He's the best ever to do it." You know, let's see what this team can do. You know, without him. And he was very respectful to Tom Brady, but he's just taken over this team. And we saw that back in the OTAs with his how he would ingratiate himself not just to the offensive players but to the defensive players by doing calisthenics next to Vita Vea and Levante David. You'd have all these red jerseys and then one white jersey right in the middle. You'd have all the offense on one side yep. and all the defense, and there's Baker right there in the middle. Uh, not just wanting to be a captain of the offense but a team captain, a captain of the entire Buccaneer team. And, and it's, his, it's his ship right now. Yeah, it, it's one of those things I, I wrote about it recently where I said – it's an unwinnable position to come in and replace Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. But if there was anybody that was going to come in and not be intimidated by these shoes that he has to fill, just based on his own experience and his attitude and mentality, it would be Baker Mayfield. Like Baker yeah. is way more equipped to come in and replace Tom Brady than That's Jacoby right. Brissett yes. or even Kyle Trask on this team, who was a teammate of Tom Brady for a yeah. couple of years. It's just, his mentality, and I'm sure he respects Tom Brady. He's probably like, yeah, Tom Brady ain't that great. Like, I'm great. And, uh, yeah, that was the big risk. It's like the ceiling of Tom Bra uh, of Baker Mayfield is incredibly higher than yeah. – uh, is incredibly higher than what it, what it would be for Jacoby Brissett. So, yeah. huge credit to the Bucks for, you know, taking that risk. And, as you said, it's paying off. Let's get to this yeah. 499 Super Chat from Mark Fisher, Redfish, who says uh, – Condolences and prayers, Scott. Count your blessings, even as uh, you miss her and him. him. My dad, yeah, him? yeah. Um, do I, I read it right? My parents during during football season, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that's like 
but that that's just the way it goes. It's it's on God's timetable, not mine. Um, but I appreciate it, Mark, very much. Yeah. Um, you know, it's in both my parents at this time. So thank you. And uh, he finishes it up by saying, do I read it right? That Tampa Bay wins the division with one more win. Yeah. Yeah, if Scott, could you believe what if I told you that during the Bucks six and losing six of seven? What if I told you that the Bucks not only would win the division, but would win it in week 17, therefore having a game in week 18 that does not apply to any standings or playoff positioning for this yeah. team? Like, just like last thought? year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they beat the Panthers here last year in week 17 to clinch the division. Then he went on the road to Atlanta. And I think Todd Bowles learned a lesson there. Like he's, he's going to play. And he even said in the press conference, he's like, like, like who are we going to put in young guys? We're playing young guys. Like, yeah. They've been playing all year. It's not like we need to get anybody experienced because they're leaning on so many young guys this year. Um, that That's just how it is. And you know what? Um, the Buccaneers are, have been leaning on young guys to come through. And we've seen, you know, yeah, yeah, Diaby come through big time and become a force. And we talked about it. Um, what, what is it going to take for this team to really, you know, come to play on defense and, and get to the next level? It, they need another pass rusher to really emerge. And we wrote about that like in a round table. We've had conversations about it. It looks like it's Yaya Diaby. Yeah, yeah, yes. Diaby. Yeah, yeah. He's really coming, uh, you know, to, to play. And, um, you know, for the, for the Bucks, it might be Yaya. For, for Peter Report, Matt, it's, it's always Celsius, is it not? It, of course, is always Celsius, as Big Al says. What flavor Celsius did the team have before the game? I'm not quite sure, but what I do know is <laughs> Celsius is the official energy drink of pewterreport.com. Uh, I'm always hyped when I'm talking about Celsius. I'm sure Bucks fans are hyped right now because their team just won a fourth consecutive game. Uh, there's so many awesome flavors of Celsius. You see the cosmic vibe on the screen. Oasis vibe is great, too. Arctic vibe is my personal favorite. And you got a lot of great options. The tropical vibe, the strawberry lemonade, the sparkling orange, sparkling watermelon, Fuji apple pear, the uh, yeah, the sparkling lemon lime. All great flavors. There's no sugar. There's no post-energy drink crash or jitters that you might get with another product out there. So if you need to know where to find a Celsius energy drink, just go to the Celsius store locator, punch in your address, and it'll tell you the closest geographical location where you can pick one up. Might be a local Walmart, 7-Eleven, health and fitness store, Target, or it could be your bodega. Bodega. And once you keep going to your bodega and you know you love Celsius and you want to uh, get more of it, maybe you want to get it in bulk, you can get it in bulk by going over to uh, Amazon. I would recommend getting the variety pack because variety is the spice of life. So on Amazon, you click on the subscribe and save, and you have it sent to your place of residence whenever you want. It could be a week, month, quarterly, yearly. You're in charge. You're the captain. Just make sure you're drinking Celsius energy drinks. The official energy drink computerreport.com. Make Celsius your number one pick. Uh, we got I, a. I, I'm, I'm letting you know real quick. Um, check out Amazon right now. They're having some sales and specials in time for the holiday season. I think it's going to continue into maybe the new year, but. I, I got a pack of Arctic Vibe. I thought about you the other oh, day, yeah. brother. I got a pack of Arctic Vibe for fourteen ninety nine. That's less than two dollars a can. So it was uh, that that you know that, that's a hell of a deal. So uh, a lot of their Celsius flavors right now on Amazon are discounted for the holidays. So make sure you take advantage of that. And, and uh, the variety pack is, is, as Matt said, always a great place to start if you've never had a Celsius. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thank you to Ron Fishticks for this. Uh, 
$20 super chat. Thank you, Ron. Wow. says, you. Merry Christmas, fam. Appreciate Pewter Report's unbiased coverage. It's been a fun season. Thank you, Ron Fishsticks, for the uh, $20 super chat and for the kind words. Uh, it's definitely been an entertaining season. I mean, we did yeah. not know what to expect. We could all make predictions and and we could point to certain things and say, this is what will happen. This is what, what, what won't happen. But I mean, again, Tom Brady leaving. It's a new era. Year two with Todd Bowles, but he gets to bring in his own guys or just a new offense with, with Dave Canales. Yeah. And uh, it, it, this season has truly seen a lot of different things. So uh, thank you for the kind words. And, man, what a season it's been. And there's still a ways to go. You know, next week they can clinch the division. That means they would make the postseason. So <laughs> a lot of fun stuff coming up for sure. Yeah, no doubt. We're getting some Celsius love here too, which is awesome. So the best way you can you can support us, aside from Super Chats, which we greatly appreciate, is to patron our sponsors. And uh, yeah, uh, grab some Celsius. I did the same thing when I went up to, to Virginia, visit my dad one last time. Um, uh, went to Celsius.com, clicked on the store locator, found some Celsius and started my day uh, up there in D.C. with that as well. So it definitely, definitely help, help out uh, our sponsors, Celsius. Please do. Uh, and thank you for the $1.99 super chat from End Broken Glass 3, who says, Scott, did Todd Bowles lie for Devin White? Um, maybe. Um, you know, Todd Bowles is not Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is not afraid to publicly, you know, take his yeah. players to task, <laughs> uh, call out his players, et cetera. Um, he's got that different kind of relationship with them. With Todd Bowles, um, yeah, he has probably covered i'm gonna say i'm gonna use that word rather than lie he's covered yeah. for devin white and and um and you know what that gets a lot of respect in the locker room because it might be about devin white today it might be about another player in a different situation on this team tomorrow and todd bowles always has his players back he will take the fire and yeah you know peter report um, matt and i we have to ask some very tough pointed questions sometimes put coach on spot He's a true professional. He answers those questions. Sometimes we always don't believe those answers, yeah. but um, he is, he, he's doing his job and his job is to uh, lead this team and sometimes cover for his players. So I'm not going to use the word lie. I'm going to say cover, but sometimes we, Matt and I will look at each other at the end of a press conference. Yeah. And we're like what, you know, so some of that was going on. The good news is, Whatever happened, Devin White played a great football game today. He if did. It took that to get to Devin to where he was, uh, a, you know, a bit of a monster, a bit of a yeti on the field today, keeping with the the Christmas theme. Abominable um, snowman, yeah. Abominable snowman, yeah. I mean, it, he he certainly was that. A great game from Devin White. Good bounce back game from him. It and nice. it was very fun to just see them wear their red jerseys, which they don't wear the red at all. So I know. Yeah, they're, nice they're one and know in red and pewter, man. Let's, you know, yes. let's get this thing going here. Um, the, what I will say, I, I think lie is pr not a fair word in, in this sentiment of it. Um, I will say that Todd Bowles has used the language of coach speak a little bit more yes. in regards to Devin White <laughs> than he has maybe with other players, but uh, just one last thing about Todd and yeah. and, uh, and Bruce Arians. They are uh, completely different ends of the spectrum when it comes to yes. calling out players or backing his players. And, you know, I don't think it's fair to exactly put them in the same place, too, because right. 
Bruce Arians had already established himself as, you know, a two-time coach of the year, had won pretty right. much everywhere he went. The last thing he needed to do was still win a Super Bowl, but he was a very winning coach. Bruce yeah. had a lot more slack to say, this guy's not doing his job. Yes. He's got to play better. This guy has got to wake That's himself great. up, you know, that type of stuff. Todd, if yep. Todd came in where, yes, he had the history with the Jets, it did not go well, so he's been a head coach before. But I don't think Todd could come in with the same – idea and mantra because it's like dude what have you done as a head yeah, coach as a defensive coordinator that's fair that's yeah. a great point matt i mean he you know bruce had the coaching capital if you will right like that's yeah. that that uh capital in the bank where you know he's he's put those deposits in there those uh, playoff uh appearances out there in arizona two-time coach of the year you know yeah. he had some cachet about him that Todd Bulls just doesn't have yet but you sweep the saints two years yeah. in a row you win an NFC South title, and you know, and more importantly, next week is nine wins. That shows progress. Yes, right. It's it's not an eight and nine division title again. It's you got another win, and Matt. There's no reason why this team can't finish ten and seven. There's no reason why the Absolutely. way they're playing right now, this team can't finish with six straight wins. I got to go back and check the history books. I, I'm sure John Gruden might have done that once, maybe in that twelve and four season in, in two thousand two. Um, maybe Bruce Arians, you know, won six in a row. That's hard to do. Very especially, especially when you're starting at four and seven to get that's, those six that's, wins. That's tough for any team in the league. Yeah. I don't care if you're the Dolphins right now or the 49ers. Six in a row is extremely tough because, as yeah. they say, any given Sunday. One last thing. While Arians and Bowles are different about kind of like how they talk about their players, one thing that Todd yeah. Bowles is adapting from Bruce Arians as of late is no risk it, no biscuit, because now the yeah. Bucks are full throttle going for it on fourth down uh, and things of that <laughs> nature, which I am really enjoying. But let's get to the super chat from Meets McGee. Thank you for the $10 super chat, as Meets McGee says. I had this team going nine and eight. I felt the defense would carry until the offense would catch up by midseason. Well, that wasn't the case. Now I hope the defense gets better. Uh, by playoff time, my condolences, Scott. Yeah, it is funny how, like, the offense and defense have done a complete 180. Because I think yeah. up until the bye, it was definitely a case of, uh, like, Bucks defense kind of kind of holding their own. And then the yeah. offense sprinkling in moments here and there to, right. to help get the win. Now it's Bucks offense balling out, and the defense yeah. just has to make a play here or there. Now, today, they right. absolutely dominated, but... In those other games, it, it was more about the offense and the defense. So very funny how uh, yeah. how how that's kind of expanded. It, it's it, it's a great point, Matt. It's it's like the last couple of weeks against Atlanta, twenty seven out of the twenty nine points scored by the offense, right? Thirty four points up in Green Bay. It's like the offense said, uh, "Wait a minute, defense, we're going to wear the superhero cape, right? Yeah, for a couple <laughs> of weeks." And now the defense today says, "Well, hold on here," and it's almost like a tug of war over the superhero cape, right? Which which side of the ball? is going to carry the day. And I think today both sides of the ball carried it. And that was awesome. You know, I appreciate uh, uh, the kind remarks about my dad uh, meets McGee. I did want to share one story real quick of, about my dad. It won't take long, but uh, it happened here at Raymond James stadium. Uh, probably the most unprofessional thing I've ever done as a, a member of the media. Uh, and I'm pretty sure my credentials are safe now, but back in 1998, um, the Bucks played the Houston Oilers on Sunday night football. And, and, and I decided to, to take uh, a night off. And instead of covering the game from the press box, I used to have season tickets here where my ex-wife and 
would go as I was up in the press box. She'd go with some of her friends or whatever. Um, and so my dad was in town in, uh, I want to say October, November. And, um, and, and I, I sat in the stands with him and I had my pewter report shirt on and, and dad, you know, had his butt shirt on. Um, it was like a, a, a polo it had like a little you know, Buccaneer flag on it. And, um, and so with the, with about, this is back before nine 11, when security was a lot less lax, uh, before, mm-hmm. you know, 2001. And, uh, and so, uh, with about four minutes left, if you were up in the press box, you could come down in the field and watch the game from the last, uh, four minutes on the yeah. sidelines. And so, uh, I had gotten my dad a field pass, um, and I took him down, you <laughs> know, he wasn't a member of the media. He was so shocked. We were starting to get up. He's like, where are we going? The game isn't over yet. I said, uh, we're going down to the field. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, yeah, let's go, let's go down to the field. So that was that was the one time dad and I got to watch. Unfortunately, Steve McNair ran 71 yards for a touchdown. Oh, wow. The Buccaneers lost. But it was it was a great memory to, to have with him uh, watching the game, uh, not just from the stadium, but also on the field, too, from a media perspective. And I took him in the press conferences afterwards and and uh, that was a, a neat treat for my dad, and thankfully didn't get my credentials revoked at the time. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great story. That's yeah. so cool that you guys are able to experience that together, uh, going onto yeah. the field. So, yeah, thank you for uh, sharing that story. Uh, definitely enjoyed enjoyed hearing it. Thank you to Javaro Johnson for the ninety nine cent thank you. super chat. Um, if you have a later comment, happy to put that on the screen. Ron Fish sticks with a, another super chat of ten dollars. Uh, this one, he says, "I love when SR hammers Todd at the press." <laughs> Ty and I've got a really good relationship. It's totally professional, uh, you know. And he and I have talked, and I said, "You know, listen, it's it's my job to ask the tough questions and put you on the spot. Sometimes that's just how it is." He understands that, as Todd would say, "We understand that. I understand yeah. that." Um, but you know what? I, I think Todd has, has a, a, a lot of respect for Peter Report. Um, you know, it's it's not uh, ill-intentioned by any means. Um, you know, but at the same time, we owe you, the Pewter people, uh, independent, objective analysis. There's no sacred cows. When Jason Light has bad drafts, we, we hammer him on it. When when he's got great drafts, we praise him for it. Same thing with Todd Bowles. We're giving Todd Bowles his flowers right now. This guy's yeah. turned it around. Um, that hiring of Dave Canales now. Um, taking a chance on an unproven play caller in your 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 make it or break it season, Matt. I mean, that speaks volumes about the cojones that, that Todd Bowles has, uh, and and to mm-hmm. to keep this team going with the steady progress and and keep the faith and keep pushing, and, and here they are now on the cusp of winning another NFC South championship. Um, it's it's remarkable. No Tom Brady, seventy nine million or eighty one million, whatever the number is now, and dead. Cap money, uh, a very young football team with what? What did the season start with, Matt? Thirteen rookies. Yeah, something uh, like you that. Know? Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's playing big roles too. Yes, you no, know, like yeah. Cody Mouse starting at guard, yeah. Christian Isian as, as your slot corner. Uh, I, I mean, the list keeps going, but yeah, there were yeah. so there were Isian had a good game today. He had a really good game today. Yeah, you know what's important, Scott? Well. Um, when the Jaguars missed that field goal earlier in the game. Izzyan made the tackle. It was like third and very long. It was like third and 20, yeah. whatever. But Izzyan made the tackle where he did. If yes. he doesn't make that tackle, they don't get the first down, but he gets a couple of more That's yards. Right. That field goal is good because that field goal just yes. missed. It was a 52-yarder. Yeah. So credit to um, credit to Christian Izzyan on that tackle where I know he's been 
at times he's been uh, scrutinized for for his yeah. tackling ability. But that play right there, again, the little nuances of the game. You get the stop on the third and 20 for a gain of two versus a gain of, you know, seven. And that made the difference on the field goal there. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that, really, that was what, a very important tackle. I just got a text from from somebody within the organization who is like, shouldn't Yaya Diaby, sorry, Yaya Diaby, shouldn't he be getting defensive rookie of the year consideration? And it's like, man, I mean, he's, he's becoming a force. The tackles for loss, the, you know, is it leader like, among two rookies. fumbles now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's something, man. This guy is really something. He is once, once he, he's starting to really feel himself now in terms of his confidence and, yeah. and doing more things. He had a, a sack on the outside, Matt. He had the sack coming up the, the middle. Inside. Beat Shaq too. Really? Like Shaq was right there too, and he was just quicker. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he had back-to-back tackles for loss earlier in the game in the run game. I mean, he made a one-handed you know, tackle on an end around for a 10-yard loss. Yeah. This guy's just scratching the surface. He's going to be so good. Man. It He's just feels so like good. every week, you know, not every game is the Aya going to have two sacks and a fumble recovery and all that right. stuff, but it just seems like every week he makes at least one play. That is like, oh, wow, look at Yaya yeah. or some type of just impact yeah. play. Like even against Green Bay, I think he only had one tackle, but it was a tackle for right. a loss. You know, right. so he's just yeah. he's picking up something. We and today he had like out. four or five of those plays. And yeah. when they start coming in bunches, man, that, that that's that's really the sign of uh, I don't say greatness, but I mean, he, God, he's trending that way. He really is. Yeah. I mean, what he's doing in his and I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to bash this guy too much, but what he's doing in, in his rookie year. And granted, he's getting more playing time. It's not even yeah. remotely close to anything JTS did That's in right. his rookie yeah. year or even his second year when he yeah. got that playing time. So again, credit Jason Light for recognizing JTS was 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 just it's just not it, right? And even Logan Hall recognizing one year after Logan Hall was drafted with yeah. the first <laughs> pick of the draft for them, which was the top of the second round, just saying, not good enough. And, and and drafted a defensive tackle to replace Logan Hall this year and Kalijah Kansi and drafting a defensive end or outside linebacker, edge rusher, and Yaya Diaby to replace JTS. There's no sacred cows over there for Jason Light. Um, he, he will be the first to move on from mistakes. And, and we'll see. JTS still is going to have an opportunity to play and make plays and get better. And Logan Hall is not going anywhere for a couple of years either. Yep. But, man, he's – He's, he's getting it done. And we're getting it done with the Super Chats, too, Matt. We have another one from Eric Moreno here. Yeah, thank you to Eric, who says, uh, thank you for the $5 Super Chat. It says, hey, Scott, sorry about your loss. Uh, prayers to you and your family. Uh, you're the best. And Merry Christmas, Matt and Scott. Again, sorry about the loss of your dad. Eric, thank you for the, uh, the kind thank words. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you as well. We got a couple of Merry Christmases uh, in the Super <laughs> Chats. Thank you to Cody Jackson for this $20 thank Super you. Chat. who says, Merry Christmas, PR. Go Bucks! Merry Christmas to you as well, Merry Christmas. Cody Absolutely. Jackson. Thank you for the super chat. And yeah, I mean, it, well, it, I, I, I was going to say I got to say this to, to Corey here. Jason Light doing well, drafting minus running back as SR is noted. Yeah, but man, Rashad, Rashad White, White. <laughs> Rashad White's starting to buck that trend now. So uh, we'll see if Jason Light he'll be drafting another running back uh, to complement Rashad and add depth. And uh, we'll see if he can make it two in a row with the running back position. Yeah, Rashad White deserves some credit because he was one of my picks uh, for my underdog fantasy picks today, which, of course, uh, if you haven't played underdog fantasy, there's still time to do it because they have it for all the sports, including football, even though we are getting to 
sadly, near the end of the season for football. But nonetheless, if you use the promo code Pewter, that's P-E-W-T-E-R, you can get a uh, first deposit bonus when you sign up at Underdog Fantasy using that promo code Pewter. Um, You're picking at least two players, got to be one from uh, two separate teams. So, for example, if you're watching uh, Broncos-Patriots right now, you'd have to pick one from the Broncos and one from the Patriots. Or if you were watching the Bucs game today, you'd have to pick one from the Bucs and uh, one from the Jaguars. But uh, you can pick anywhere from two to five players and win all the way up to 20 times your money, which if you took my picks, you did this week. Um, over at Underdog Fantasy, you're just picking higher or lower on a number of different stats from receiving yards, passing touchdowns. Uh, they got defensive stats in there as well. So if you love defense like Scott does, you can make some picks on your favorite players as well. So uh, shout out to Underdog Fantasy. Use that promo code Pewter, that's P-E-W-T-E-R, and get a first deposit bonus when you play at Underdog Fantasy. By the way, just so everyone knows, uh, we want everyone to enjoy their Christmas Eve right now and their Christmas tomorrow. We will not have a podcast tomorrow as we uh, spend time with our families on Christmas. We will still have content on PeterReport.com, so don't you worry about that. But there will be no podcast tomorrow, so there won't be a Victory Monday. But that's okay because we're going to come back the next day on Tuesday, that's right. 6th, and have a Victory Tuesday for yes, the podcast. Sir. Further talk about their four-game winning streak, what's ahead for the Bucs when they play the Saints this week. And, of course, we'll have roll call at 420. Some of the funnest things that we do with the Peter people. We'll talk more about that on Tuesday's yeah. show. But we do have a great show coming up on Tuesday. There is a brief press press, press conference with, uh, yeah. with Todd Bowles tomorrow. So uh, we'll mm-hmm. have a little more information yeah. from him tomorrow. Probably a lot of stuff about uh, injuries, especially Carlton Davis. Um, but yeah, still a lot of great stuff. Going. Yeah, it's going to be a Zoom press conference with Todd tomorrow at noon. So check out PeterReport.com. Uh, we'll have uh, coverage there. We'll also, you know, tweet out some of uh, Todd's remarks on a tweet. Is it X post now on X uh, at Peter Report? So make sure that you're you're checking that out. But um, yeah, so here's what we want to do. We want you to join us on Tuesday for Victory Tuesday. And 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 when you say where you're watching or listening from, put in your favorite gift that you got. So let's let's make it a little different. So it would be like, like Scott Reynolds, Wesley Chapel, uh, new AirPods, which I know I'm getting from my awesome wife, Ashley, who <laughs> got me some new AirPods. So um, so we'll do that on Tuesday. Uh, roll call at 420. So and we'll have shows Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday this week leading up to the big game against the Saints where the Bucks can again clinch the NFC South title for what is this, Matt? Three years, three years in a row. Three P. Yeah, three P. Yeah. Yeah. Four playoff appearance appearances in a row and three yep. division titles in a row. And the one year they didn't exactly. win the division, they won the Super Bowl. So uh yes. Yeah, again, yeah. Fox fans, I will say just enjoy the good times when you're in it because remember, before Brady got there, it was over a decade without making the postseason. And now you yep. won a Super Bowl, you've won the division two years in a row yep. on the cusp of winning it again. I know it hasn't always been fantastic, but enjoy the good times when you're in it. And uh thank you to yep. Zay Zay from, from the bill for the dollar 99 super chat who followed up with a comment that says favorite highlight of the day is the Bucks defense getting the turnover, <laughs> rowing the boat in the end zone and big Vita Vea on the deck fishing. So <laughs> I did not realize at the time because I saw them run into the end zone and start mm-hmm. doing the celebration. And right. then, you know, we're doing the live stream. I'm looking at comments and, and, and different stuff like that. So I actually did not see Vita actually fishing. 
some people right. brought it up in the comments. So I am very much looking forward to, I'm sure there's a highlight out there somewhere on yeah. social media. Very much looking forward to seeing that. But Vita Vea, very, very funny guy. I mean, he's a team captain because he gets along with the player as well. He's a little shy when it comes to just talking to the media. But yeah. as far as like his teammates, his friends, um, great guy to be around. So uh, oh, yeah. yeah, funny guy, Vita Vea. Yep. Uh, while I was gone this week, great shows from Matt and the Pewter Reporters, um, and and we hit uh, twelve thousand seven hundred. We're we're getting close to thirteen thousand yeah. folks. That's our goal. Please like and subscribe um, to to Pewter Report TV. That's our YouTube channel. You hit the subscribe button. It adds to our account. We're getting closer to thirteen thousand. We'd love to be at thirteen thousand by the end of football season, which looks like it's going to be three weeks away. If the Buccaneers make the playoffs and at least have one wild card game right here at Raymond James Stadium. So that'll be exciting. But every time that you hit the the like button, the thumbs up, or leave a comment, do both because that helps our algorithm. It gets our Pewter Report podcast in front of more awesome Pewter people like you and helps our audience grow. And we have even more participation with um, with things like, like Victory Monday that only Pewter Report does. So in this case, Victory Tuesday. So thank you, Pewter people, for subscribing in advance. It's a great way to to show us some love. And if you want to get us something for the holiday season, for Christmas, uh, subscribe to Peter Report TV on YouTube. Yes, please do. Please leave a comment as well. That actually helps. Yeah. For whatever reason, the algorithm, all that fun yep. stuff, um, that helps out with it too. So would love that because we want to build out this YouTube channel as much as we possibly can. And the more viewers that we get, even just by watching the show. That's like right. Commercials that come on from YouTube, not from our own stuff, like that generates uh, stuff for us so we can kind of build out more things and uh, put on a, a better show. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you what, our sponsors, whether it's Celsius or where, whether it's the Eric Gross Group, they do so much for Peter Report. And I know, you know, you may not be in the market all the time for buying or selling a house, but if you are in the market, if you're looking at maybe after the holiday season, after the new year, of moving, whether you're coming into the Tampa Bay area, into the great state of Florida, or if you're leaving, or if you're moving around the state, Eric Gross and the Eric Gross Group are the official realtors of Pewter Report. Cannot recommend them enough. We're going to have Eric back on the show maybe next week to talk a little Bucks football. He's a huge Pewter Report reader, probably uh, wrapping presents as we speak and watching this show. He's, he's a huge Tampa Bay fan. But he knows this Tampa area well. He's a Tampa native. His father was stationed at McDill Air Force Base. And he has got the experience that you need in this crazy real estate market to help you buy or sell your home. Their clients are not just transactions, they're lifelong friendships. Eric's a great guy. I highly recommend you give him a call. His cell phone number is 513-907-4271. Visit his website, housesinfla.com. It's a great website. You can check out his inventory. You can find him on Facebook and Instagram at Eric Gross Group. And no matter where you are in your home ownership journey, you're going to feel welcome with the Eric Gross Group, the official realtor of Pewter Report. Again, visit housesinfla.com. And of course, uh, after you do that, please follow us on our social media on uh, X, Threads, Facebook, and Instagram. We are at Pewter Report. And then our YouTube channel is Pewter Report TV, where we have the podcast four times a week, Peter Game Day Show, various clips. Uh, from practice and, and press conferences, the shows that Scott and I have. And I mean, even last week, we had a great interview with Josh Capone, Brandon Thorne, yeah. and uh, awesome. Adam Slavon and, and uh, Rob Domofsky. I apologize yeah. I'm not saying his name right, but 
Uh, so, yeah, we just have all different content, Peter Picks and Props, Peter Pulse. So, ton of great, great stuff on our YouTube channel. You're missing out if you are not liking and subscribing. Before we end the show, I do want to give a quick shout-out to Trey Palmer because yes, he had not done stuff for a couple of weeks, uh, but this week came up big. Uh, four, four receptions for 42 yards, a couple of uh, nice screen plays. Yeah. Whether it's going to be David Moore like he did in Green Bay last week or um, or what Trey Palmer did today, just getting yeah. a little bit of contribution from Agreed. a wide receiver three, I think has gone a long way for this offense. So I want to bring that up briefly. Yeah. So, yeah, just a, a clarification here from Gary Buff. You mean a comment aside from the live chat? Absolutely. Yes. Go to yeah. the Peter Report podcast video once it's we're, we're done and, and it's archived. And leave a comment there. You know, love the show. You know, boy, Matt was, Matty Diamonds was spot on with his picks, making me money. You know, wh whatever the comment is, good or bad, we, we appreciate the, the comments. We, we read them, and it does help our algorithm, as as Matt says. So it's it's awesome. Just like you, Peter, people are awesome for tuning in. Gosh, we had uh, multiple, uh, hundreds of, of people. We still have hundreds of people in the chat here as uh, as we're getting close to, the time, well, Santa's reindeer and his sled, they're flying across the, the globe right now. Yeah. Hopefully they, they come see you and, and your loved ones. Um, appreciate all of the support this week. It's been it's been a very difficult week for me, but you guys have really helped uh, get it through. And I, I want to really um, pay tribute to Matt Matera, uh, Bailey Adams, Josh Capo, and Adam Slavon for just really stepping up big time. Our Web traffic has been through the roof. Uh, the stories have been there. The content's been there. You, you, uh, pewter people have been there reading our content, enjoying it. And, um, it's, uh, it's been awesome to see the outpouring of support and, uh, just love you guys. Hope, hopefully, you know, today's win is, is the present that a lot of you wanted, uh, for, you know, for, um, for, for Christmas and, um, you know, it, just awesome. Just love you guys. And, and thank you. It means a lot to me and my family uh, to have you have your support. Yeah, it, it's our pleasure. I mean, you do so much for us at Peter Report. The least that we could do is is pick you up um, in, in a time when it's needed. So uh, I, I know I speak for all the Peter reporters and, and the fans as well that we're thinking of you. We're thinking of your family. And, um, you know, we are very sorry. We're just we're we're, we're here yeah. with you. We're pulling for you during this time so um appreciate it let's end it on that note um it yep. is christmas i hope everybody has a great rest of their christmas eve merry christmas yes. to everybody tomorrow merry reminder christmas. no show tomorrow we will have a podcast on tuesday a victory tuesday for the buccaneers uh but that's going to do it for us for this evening for scott reynolds and of course this episode is dedicated to the loving memory of steve reynolds uh scott that scott's dad so for scott reynolds for steve reynolds I am Matt Matera saying thank you, everybody, for watching. Merry Christmas, and we will see you on Tuesday for another edition of the Pewter Report podcast. Out. Out. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.